Hi, my name's Ian Austin and this is Friday Night Shudder. But I'd like to um, start this episode a little differently. Normally do a big, um, reasonably big, elaborate bit of elongation with Friday Night Shudder. But um, there's an announcement in South Vince McMahon. But hang on, no, it's a little late. Um, given when I recorded last week's episodes before I found out. But uh, yeah, Stan Lee passing away last week. Um, I really don't know what to say. This is um, a horror comics recap of a DC comic book, but I I don't think you can even mention comic books without Stan Lee having some sort of influence or aesthetic. Uh, he changed the entire medium of comic books. Um, all characters he created. <laughs> it's, it's hard putting words really. He created an entire universe and he changed comic books and think a lot of comic books that came after him, particularly like this and Blackest Nights. Blackest Night even, because it's a comic book encompassing an entire universe and that's something that he really started, that sense of continuity and all heroes coming together um, and all being part of the same universe and being friends and merging and cross promoting each other's comic books so share yeah. <laughs> it's really really sucks in some ways it sucks in other ways you just think how many years he had and how he saw his characters come to fruition and how he saw his influence spread and how he was alive to see avengers infinity war and know that his characters endured 50 years later and made over a billion dollars and was correctly acclaimed and possibly the um one of the best big budget movies in recent memory so it sucks but i just thought um before i get into how fun this issue is i just say a quick um thank you stan lee he influenced a lot of people who grew up reading comics. I didn't grow up as a child reading them. I knew of them. But I really got into them at like um, the age of 16, 17. Uh, I started reading Daredevil. I actually have um, a uh, the reproduced volume of his um, original Daredevil run. And I think it's fantastic. I mean, I loved it so much. And I actually wrote a web series... Um, just just scripts no wasn't produced visually it was just put scripts up online as like series and it's a series and i based it on that particular run not as good because it's stanley but i think we generally just have to come to realization that he was not just a good comic book writer he's one of the best writers in the history i mean he the sheer genres he jumped. Like, you've got four, which is the classical mysticism and Norse mythology. You've got Hulk, which is rooted in horror. It's kind of the Jekyll and Hyde thing. Uh, you've got Daredevil, which was a superhero who's a lawyer, who's a, a superhero dressed, a man dressed up in devil costume, who's also a lawyer. So you got all of that, a vigilante, a Catholic and lawyers. X-Men, which was literally a, a path off of do not judge people for how they look, judging by what they do. 
Uh, you got Spider-Man, which basically started the teen superhero thing. And also, in a lot of ways, stuff like Spider-Man influenced a lot of stuff like um, later on Harry Potter and stuff like that, because it was essentially, you see a kid given this power, and it's how is he going to use it? Um, Black Panther, just oh, so many, and I... I don't think any of us are trying to diminish the work of people like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko because they did an amazing job, but you can't diminish Stan Lee's importance. You can't. So, yeah, thank you, Stan, and I cannot wait to see your last few cameos in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because apparently he's got three left. So, you know, Stan Lee, God bless him. He, um, not even death can slow him down, it seems like. Anyway, um, so I'm just recording this. The Blackest Night re episode issue three recaps coming up soon, and I hope you enjoy it. Because if Stanley taught us anything, is that comic books can change the world. Might not seem like it, but they can, and even silly ones like this can. So that's coming up right now. Hope you enjoy. It. So if you recall that last week shit got real in Blackest Night, um, the Black Lantern Corps now consists of Hawkman, Martian Manhunter, Kendra Saunders, aka Hawkman, um, Firestorm, and Aquaman. So st things are starting to get pretty crazy down in DC land. But anyway, here we go with the new issue. New York City, Columbia University. Jen and Jason Rush, aka the original, the second or third Firestorm, obviously one on Black Lantern Corpses, Ronnie Raymond, who's been dead since Identity Crisis. Anyway, Jen and Jason Rush are sat in his college room. Jason starts, Jen, I can't go to the movies, I have to get back to studying. But you've been studying all night, Jason. And I still have to memorise the chemical formula for fire retardant, or if there's a huge inferno somewhere. Whenever you obsess over your flashcards, Jason, that means something's bothering you. It's nothing. You barely said anything at dinner. I, I didn't feel like talking. Can you talk now, please? It's worth noting originally um, this was going to be two of them making out, but they decided, nope, they would be responsible college students. As emphasised by Jason's signs he's put up, talking about laundry, um, when chemistry club is, and the periodic table flashcards he's got on bed. Jen, I just started college. You're barely up high school. I'm not ready to get engaged. What? But how did... When we're superior around, our minds are linked and your thoughts about marriage and family are so strong I can't hit but hear them. It's just I like you so much, Jason. Since I met you, everything's been so great. It's hard not to think about our future. My God, she's going to die, isn't she? That, that's it. She's going to die. Um, I'm sorry, Jen. I have no idea who you were before I read this comic. And after it, I don't know how much I did. Anyway, Jason sits down looks very... Try and pacify this woman. And I want one too, I do. But right now I'm just trying to get through chemistry 201. My thoughts are bothering you. If it's better for us, maybe we shouldn't be fast to men more. She's very needy. And it's not a very good introduction to a character. Because she is part of Firestorm. But the warning signs to kick off immediately that she's not going to make it much further in this comic. Anyway, um... Professor Stein's number is put on flashcard. And we see Firestorm's Justice League of America beep her. He's going beep, beep, beep. Jason looks conflicted. Jen looks very scared. Gotham City. 
elongated man is causing ruckus. You were right. Go and publish my secret identity way back when. Not best I have had, was it, Sue? He says as he punches Flash in the face. You have worms in your e-man. I call dibs on Flash. The Scarlet Speedstone stretchable sleuth had been pals since the wit famous Elon Gate Man crapped his first cage match stick. Then with tongue on base heartstrings, it's going to be me. Come on, Barry, give your old ducktail power before you say it. I'll say it. Oh, Ralph, don't you worry your bounce little brain. Everything worked out for the best, says Sue. As Green Lantern tries to murder um, <laughs> Firestorm, the original Ron Raymond one with a mace in the shield. Flashing Green Lantern managing to hold off Elon Man, Martin Manhunter, Firestorm, and two Horts. That's pretty impressive. I'd rather be spilling Green Arrow's blood, both self for your papa's ass, Jordan. Making news is weird, power, Kyla. Make how fight back against me, heart, says Hawkeye. <laughs> that I don't think I want to see, says how Jordan's speaking for all of us, as he's finding a Hawk man who's trying to murder him with his own mace. Spill it, Barry. See me. What are you feeling? No fear, no hope. Whoever did this, you cross one hair of a line. Oh, anger. I like it, says Elon Gathman. As Slash tries to run away from him and starts spinning his hands crazily, trying to knock the others off position. I can't believe I didn't notice this before, Flash. You're a lot like Professor Stein, says Firestorm. The dude, bro. You're both boring old dudes to know all about chemicals and gigawatts and junk. I hate thinking too hard about stuff and it sucks, but right now I don't have choice, bro. There's a big empty spot in my head where the professor used to hang. I've got a vacancy and needs to be filled. How about you be my new nerd brain, Flash? Wrong Raymond, I knew my mate less than average grades, be never saw Professor Stein's human database. Hey, I got BMPE once. Um, says Deathstorm, Firestorm, as he tries to punch a hole through Barry's chest and Barry vibrates his molecules so much he turns intangible briefly. You want to try an experiment, Firestorm? Let's see what happens when I take this black ring off, says Barry, as he starts trying to do that. Grrrr, says Firestorm, as the ring's ripped off his fingers by Barry. Power levels, 50.32%. He will rise, Invader, and there's nothing to stop it, bruh. How? The brat rains have grown roots since their bodies like plants, says Barry's delivering his exhibition this month. We're all connected, Barry, including you, says Martian Manhunter. They reformed their damage tower. Their power levels sound like they're increasing. Any more ideas on how to stop them? None at the moment. Yes, says Hal Jordan as Hawkman smashes his uh, thing, his shield with me, so he's shutting the window. Then I guess we're all in the dark. Holy shit, Ray Palmer jumps out of a ring. He's the Atom, if you can't remember. A man who, like Ant-Man, but cooler. I hate being in dark, says Ray, as he jumps out of Hawkman's ring and punches him in the face with a tiny little fist. Ray, where'd you come from, asked Hal. I jumped through phone line cars, hoping to have a little heart-heart. He took literally. I jumped down into his ring, go bad look. It's nothing like yours, Hal, says, says um, Ray Palmer, very out-breath. As Hal Jordan smashes Hawkman with a maze. Gigantic Green Lantern construct maze. We get some narration exposition by Ray now. As he discusses his time in ring. And also get a really cool drawing of what the inside of the ring is. Which is um, like a porous substance with loads of en emotional spectrum energy bouncing around. The ring has the same porous structure as bones or dark matter. The unseen skeletal anatomy of the universe. It's laced with microscopic wormholes and they're channeling some kind of energy to who knows where, who knows why. 
I love comic books of this shit because that is so bizarre in best possible way, you know? Like, it doesn't really make much sense, but it's so cool to hear. Why do these things go off Carter and Kendra first? My best friend's dead, Hal. And I don't think he's coming back this time, says Ray, who we see in close-up now has a black eye and half his mask missing and looks really messed up. His eyes kind of swelling, left eye's kind of swelling shut. He looks really, really banged up. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., headquarters of Just League of America, which is deserted and dark and dimly lit. Hello? Hello, is anyone there? Says the, says the third firestorm, Jason Rush. Someone turned on the emergency signal, Jason. Who do you think it was? Use Ackman's code. Ackman's dead, this gen. How the fuck? Oh, yeah, he's already dead before this. Okay. Anyway, um, they're in firestorm makeup, so... Jason, it's got the appearance of Jason Rush, but Jen's in his head. She's like the tech support, and he's the main superhero. It's totally creeping me out, says Jen. Yes, it's me too. As they look at a bunch of screens, and we'll try and go over screens. In Manhattan, Justice Society of America is trying to fend off zombies. In Calm Dark, um, shit, the amount of continuity to understand this. Black Adam got married to... Isis and had a and um a woman named Isis and had a um not had he's brother in law Osiris. Well Isis and Osiris were both murdered by four horsemen. Um and Osiris has come back in Kandak, so he's on screen. Gotham City bat signals displayed in the sky was kind of warped. Iron Heights prison, which is the um prison near Central City and um Central City shit, what's the other one? Keystone City, um, where the Flash's bad guys are put. On another screen, we see the giant spectre looking for Hal Jordan. In Smallville, which is called Clark Kent's hometown, is aflamed and cars crash. In Moscow, the um, Rocket Reds are trying to fend off one of their former co-members. In San Francisco, where Titans are based, a bunch of zombies attack Titans Tower. In Washington, D.C., we see the Unknown Soldiers risen from grave and he's saying he has a name as a bunch of cops try to shoot him my god something's come out of the tomb of the unknown it's der. and then it cuts and then all the screens go dead Jason what was that as flames and pound screen oh shit Mira stabs Jason through costume with a trident and impales him to the wall Aquaman asks Jason no not Aquaman Mira you triggered the signal? Yes. You? You're in the firestorm? Question mark. What's happening? Asked Jason. The dead are rising, Jason. You heard it. You saw it on the screen, says Jen. Will you lower the volume, Jen? Come on, you're being ridiculous. And very loud. Whoever's in there, if you ask Mira, tell them calm down. She's not really asking, she's saying. You can't panic. You can't let yourself feel anything, she says. Why? Asked Jason. Because there's those things out there. I ran from them. I was forced inland. When I kept focus and centered, they had trouble following me. They're like sharks, Firestorm. You splashing water, they'll sense it, and then they'll consume you. <laughs> who will consume you? Who would consume? Asked Jason. The dead, says Mira, as we see a bunch of random heroes, uh, soup villains, grace. I'm not going to mention them. They're not, they're not important. They're literally, I don't know who these fuck people are. Although, with one called Kenny Braveman, which I thought was 
AK Conduit, which I sort of said, Kenny Beaveman for a second. These sort of characters you see on Flash is like one of bad guys, the TV show. Ray, Ray, stay with us, asked Hal. You've got to regroup, Hal. Let me zip us out of here. Get bearings, Clark and Diana, Wally and Jay. They're your bearings? It's, it happens when turning it around in gunpowder, dude, says Zombie Firestorm. Yeah, your flexion lights that right up. It's slashed, tries to run him Hal away from it. We're never in tight, were we, Hal? Didn't, don't think didn't catch you going to school when she's... Shit. <laughs> we were never in tight, were we, Hal? Don't think I didn't catch you scoping out Sue when she was wearing a skirt. Try saying that five times fast. Jesus. Anyway, Ralph says that. And you, Ray, you're not looking me in the eyes. What's wrong? Sue, so you feel bad about what Jean did my late, don't you? Worse yet. You still feel bad, Jean. She's a terrible person, Ray. She left you. She murdered my wife. It, it was an accident, says Ray, as we see him and see that he's got compassion. Because compassion's an emotion, obviously. Jean brought a long flame for her just in case she knew what she was doing, Ray. Compassion is so hard to find us. I can't do Ralph's voice. You have to do it so quick because he's like a um, uh, 1930s style character. I always found. Compassion is so hard to find in this society, isn't it, bud? Ah! Says Ray as his hand, as um, Ralph shoves his hand inside Ray's chest, trying to rip out her. But a little bit can go such a long way. Holy shit! The um, Indigo tribe are here. And they stab Sue through the heart with one of their spears. Ah! Knock, clack. Monk, says Indigo One. As, um, I'll go and who they are in a second. As they start messing up Black Lanterns on their own. And Monk um, stabs Ralph through the mouth with his spear. And clack Octa Rock, he says, as he destroys the ring. Lek, Cora, Lek, Lek. What is she saying? asked Barry. Unable to translate says Hal Ring. Language not recognised. Knock. And that is recognised. Weird. As she uses Green Lantern's power to fire a blast and it destroys one Black Lantern's. says Ralph. Ray, feel it, says Sue. Feel bad for me, Connection 7. She started dead. Hold on, what are you? Kirk, Quir, Knock. As they teleport away. Okay, I have to explain. Um, so essentially, the corpse are Green Lantern corpse who are like, they have the power of willpower and they can create constructs based on their conviction and courage and busy dove comfort. Essentially, they make green constructs of anything as long as their imagination and willpower can conjure it. You've got Blue Lantern Corp, who we'll get into later, Red Lantern corpse who we'll get into later. The Sinestro Corps, who are run by Sinestro, and they use fear in the same way Green Lanterns use willpower. They use their fear and other people's fear to create con any contract they can imagine. You have the Star Sapphires, led by Carol Ferris, who's housed Ed's, um, Ed's partner, I guess. Ed's, he used to date her for a long time. They've been friends. Of she was married, but she's not now. And she and Star Sapphires basically use love the same way Sinestro Corps use fear and Green Lanterns use willpower. They can create constructs using power of love or lack thereof. And you have the Orange Corps, we'll get to later, and Yingo Tribe, who, as we see here, uh, essentially they, they use compassion, but it's weird because the ring forces them feel compassion. They're not naturally compassionate. They can... Um, Use other people's rings as about extra power source their own, so they can conjure 
constructs that use compassion and willpower or compassion and fear and so on. It goes terrible. Anyway, Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., headquarters of Just League of America, we're back with Firestorm Mirror. There's our other heroes popping frame. So that's Slash, Screen Arrow, the Atom Ray Palmer, Monk, and Indigo One. But not the rest of the Indigo Tribe, because fuck them, you know? Flash asks Mirror. Mirror says Slash as he runs over and gives her a hug. Are you all right? They, they, they murdered Garth. Aqualad asks Flash. He's trying to catch up on chick question mark. They murdered Garth and he became one of them. They did the same for two horse, says Ray. Ray asks how as he comforts his friend who's really beaten up. I consent to your empathy for others, says Indigo One. You have spent much of your life in subatomic isolation in an attempt to unlock the secrets of the universe for the benefit of your kind. Our light desires to heal you. You speak English, ask how, you moron how. That's the stupidest thing I've ever, you've ever said, and that's saying a lot. When we wish to, Green Lantern. Lauro Cleck. Yes, they collect a great many possessions, as we see statues of various dead justly members. Who are these guys, the Purple Lanterns, asked Firestorm. Though we discard names as we discard everything associated with individualism, you may call me Indigo One. I am the chosen leader of the Indigo tribe. You are right, Houses Barry, you've got a lot to catch me up on. Where do I start, says Hal? Thinking it's years of Jeff Johns indated um, Greenland and Courts updates and mythology. Anyway, the beginning seems necessary, says Mira, as it's time for an exposition dump, y'all. Anyway, the beginning, in the beginning, the universe belonged to the darkness. As we see images shit, how can I do this page justice? Um we see images of all Greenland of all various corpses. It's a really amazing page, but I can't read it justice. Anyway, and then there was light. For 700 years, the universe was nothing but blinding white light. Then the dark fought back and the white light was splintered. Every sentient being born from the light now contributes to its emotional spectrum. Our state of being adds to its respective light and it can be collected and condensed into power. Today, the red rage all life feels is harnessed by an ancient enemy of the guardians of the universe, Atrocitus, and his pack of red lanterns. The orange light of avarice has been claimed like the lives of the orange lanterns by the obsessive and gluttonous Laughleys. The blinding yellow terror is wielded by the renegade green lantern Sinestro and his self-named corpse. The balance of the spectrum and the essential light to destroying the black lanterns shines in the hands of the green lantern corpse. The glow of blue hope is on the verge of extinction. 
kept alive only by the undying faith of St. Walker and a handful of others. And the vile throes of love and power, the star sapphires, who attempt to convert all to their way of being. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, fucking comic books are ridiculous sometimes, but they are great. Comic books and wrestling are so stupid and so earnest, but so wonderful. Even when they're bad, they're great. My tribe maintains the indigo light of compassion, which sadly remains elusive to most beings. That's not true. Today, the darkness fights back again. It's begun an assault on the corpse. Their home planets are under attack by the Black Lanterns. So they don't invade corpse homes planets. Why are they invading Earth, asked Jen. I believe it is because you and your kind have halted endless threats against the universe. You can hear me, asked Jen. And the Black Lanterns, says Ingo Wang, ignoring fuck out Jen. And not the invaders in this war. We are the invaders. We are the trespassers. But we bring goodness. We bring life. It is a shame so many do not live it with. These Black Lanterns aren't really them, rationalises Barry. Aren't really who, asked Jason. Ralph and Sue, John and Ronnie. Ron Raymond? He's out there too, asked Jason, realising that he's about to be replaced. Legacy characters don't last very long. How ignores him, he knows all about sub... sub <laughs> he knows all about stealing back his thunder from legacy characters. Where he fucks Carl Rayner, eh? Barry's right, says Hal. When Ralph returns, Ash Stu has no reaction. The last thing knew everything Arthur did, says Mira. All paying him George because of Atlantis. Maybe dead aren't wearing rings, says Ray. Maybe rings are wearing the dead. Hang on, hang on, stay with him a second. Maybe rings are some sort of advanced organic computer. Download their memories, becoming some sort of, of simulator program to attack us. But why? Sorry, sorry. Why stop the question you should be asking, Ray? How you should be asking? That's the question. How? How the fuck have you jumped to this gigantic... You're essentially saying that rings are some sort of advanced organic computer. Download memories become some sort of similar program. But before you just said they were connected to a different dimension. Comic books are great, but that makes no sense. They feed off emotion. Those that rise do so to elicit such a response, says Ingo Wong. But we can stop them. You did. You channeled how powering thingy. Green light reinforced with another such as ours. We neutralize the black rings and leave them susceptible to conventional damage. Once destroyed, the ring initiates a feedback which renders the black lantern inert. The more shades of the emotional spectrum shining together, the stronger the light. That doesn't really explain a goddamn thing, by the way. That is why we all have come to you, Green Lantern. Together, the seven corpses can replicate the white light of creation. I'm sorry. What? Together, we will be capable of locating and destroying the source of the black rings. You have personal connections to the most 
powerful members of the five remaining corps, such as Carol Ferris. Carol, what about Carol, says Hal. She is once again the star Sapphire. She is on Zamorong. Then we're going to Zamorong first, says Hal. Hal, hold up. We need Greenland and take back these black ones. We need you, John Gar and Carl aren't here. And two then find out and Scott Barry. Just leave me alone. Anyone else who will like the Ray, Halo, shit, maybe they can do some damage. Hal, those jobbers can't do shit and you know it. We need more than that. Death is literally sweeping across the universe. No, death is not literally sweeping across the universe. Oi, Earth. Necron is. Death is over in Sandman, ignoring all this shit. There is literally a personification of death in DC Universe above the other ones. A black... The black flash. The black racer. And Necron. And not literally the personification of death, Barry. You moron. You know this. Death is overrated, says Hal. Hey, Mira just watched Atman or straight murder of Akhlag. Resonantly skewed by one of my wife's best friends. Don't just tell me death is overrated. Tell Mira, tell Ray. I don't think it's a good idea if Bar- Hal will do that, Barry. I didn't mean it like that, says Hal. Tell your father, Barry, don't go there. You have to get through that bit of yours somehow. What am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do, explodes Hal. I want you to help us. Get everyone we together. Help us with plan the tap before you fly off. Power in green or yellow or aqua blue. This is your arena. Can't believe of everything you've been through after the destruction of Coast City and your possession by Parallax and after clawing your way up from the absolute bottom to get your life back. You haven't changed. Still fly up half cock. You still live if day like it's your first. And since you've gone back, Barry, you've been living every day like it's your last. The fastest man alive was always late because he stopped and befriended people he saved. He spent hours meticulously analysing crime scene to find justice for victims that didn't have any. He slowed down and rejoined rest of us every chance he got. He rung in non-stop because you're afraid to be taken away again. By the way, fuck you, Barry. <laughs> How doesn't take Barry fuck off? But it really feels like in real life they would shout at each other at this one. You're right, Hal. I am afraid to lose again, but I learned the hard way after everything Reverse Flash did when he brought me back. See Flash Rebirth details. I need to slow down for myself, my family, and friends. Iris, worry you. Especially you. Especially Iris, because fuck Wally. He's not part of this comic book. And he's not part of Doomsday Clock either. And so, can I just pause this sec? At some point, I'll do a review of Doomsday Clock, probably for a different podcast. But I just love the fact that after all this uproar about Wally coming back and after he's such a big part of the Rebirth comic, he's not even in Doomsday Clock. I can imagine how salty all Wally's fans are getting online. Wally West is obviously Kid Flash, who became Flash when Barry was away. And then after Flashpoint, they kicked, they shit kicked him back to fucking the shadowy infinity which he belongs which was great, and now I'm Barry's own Flash. And even though Wally West, Wally, well, even though Wally West has come back in current comics, um, he's still not part of the main crisis event. But then again, neither is Barry Allen, so you know what I know. I miss a lot of good times we could have shared while I was away, and a lot of bad times we could have helped each other through. This is one of them, Hal. This is why I'm back. This is why I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. I suppose slow down, figure out a plan. You're right, Barry. I'm, ah, we're back, bros, as fast as zombie firestorm as him, Martian Manhunter, and rest Black Lantern smash through wall. Knock, leck, knock, cleck, knock, we must go. Hey, wait a second, says Hal, 
as they teleport away. Hey dudes, one wolf hydro clock acid coming up, bro, says um, Firestorm as he turns the wall into hydro clock acid. Or not, says Jason. Snow, bro, this time, yeah, is um, the shit that fast, zombie Firestorm just um, conjured. Well, not conjured, just um, shit, transmutated turns to snow. Who's in there for you, Jason, bro? It's not Professor, is it? Or Firehawk? As he knocks Jason to the ground and starts ripping into him. Let's take a peek, bruh. As he forcibly separates Jason and Jen. Who's the chick, dude? Says Zombie Firestorm wrongy as he picks up Jen by neck. Jason? Says Jen. Jen, says Jason. Jen? Isn't what? Jennifer? Jennifer's a cute name for a brainy chick, dude. Leave her alone. You really trade up from Stein, bro. I said leave her alone. Says Jason as he touches Zombie Firestorm and merges with him. He becomes tech support. Jen, says Jason. Welcome aboard, Urkel, dude. Don't try and put up my grasp, honey. You can't. We're bonded, bro. Let her go, screams Jason as Zombie Firestorm smashes the wall behind Jen. Holy shit. Feel that right, dude. Your hands are my hands now. You touch everything I touch. You see everything I see, bro. As he sees the fear in Jen. Jason. So after you stole matches from me, bro. Wait, share it for this woman, bro. Heck, in her pants, bro. Jason, Jason, please hit me. She doesn't seem so smart to me, dude. Don't you hurt her, says Jason. I'm not hurting her, bro. We are. And what do you care? What do you care why? You're smartening her, bro, aren't you? You've got a lot of things racking up in there, formulas and junk. So, so if you're in mind and body of new improved fastum, what do you need this woman for? Jason, are you in there? Jason, because she's crying now. And it's getting quite sad. Here, Jen, I'm right here, says Jason, as he starts crying. She can't hear you, bro. Beep, 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 you. Ah, oh, come on, bro. Give me a good compound. Something simple, bro. What's chemical formula for table salt? I'm not giving you shit. Jason, where are you? You ever see Ghostbusters, bro? Awesome flick. Especially new one for all females. Remember at the end of the Marshman Man? They couldn't keep their minds blank either, bro. Yeah! That's the formula for table salt, bro. See now, was that so hard, dude? No, don't do this, please, Ronnie. You scared, bro? How scared are you? Show me, bro! No, no, please, says Jen. It hurts as he turns her into table salt. Holy shit. You know that long life one of your boyfriend, bro? Guess what, sweetie? That's not happening, dude. Jen, I want you together. I want us to be, screams Jason as she turns the table salt. Holy shit. I love you, Jen. Can you hear me? I love bitching, says Firestorm as Jen turns salt and crumbles and she dies. Power levels 56.56%. As he rips out her heart, flesh, 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 as Black Ring Flash wears mirror and flash try to fight off Martian Manhunter and Hawk Woman. And Hawk Man. And Ray's there too. Yeah, you love the nerd. Oh, you're angry now, Jason? Go ahead and yeah, I'll take that too. Yeah, I'll burn for everything you've got. There's nothing left, bro. Power levels 56.5%. Power levels 56.58%. Power levels 56.59. Man, you're like never entering battery, bro. This rules. John Monroe of Earth, Arthur Light of Earth, Maxwell Lord of Earth, Crystal Frost of Earth, John Ravenhair of Earth, Alexander Luther of Earth 3. Holy shit. 
He's from Internet Crisis. You do not want to wake out Sandra Luther verse 3 up. Rise as Jason freaks out. Come on, guys. There's few left upstairs screams Ronnie Raymond. And that's the end of part three of episode three, even. God damn. I think it's time to recap. So, a recap of recap, I guess. So, I enjoyed that one. It's quite cool. Um, I think the only criticism I'd have is if you've never read, um, if you haven't read Jason Rush's um, Firestorm comics up this point, as I hadn't, you have no idea who Jen is. That death falls completely flat. And it's kind of laughable because she is a rubbish, rubbish character. Like, literally, I imagine maybe... I don't think her comics would have done much better. Jeff Johns usually, if he has something to work with, can make something good, but he had nothing to work with. And normally when a female character gets murdered in that fashion and she was useless and she got taken out very easily, it's very sad, but it's also very disturbing and you can easily criticise it for the woman fridge syndrome, which essentially is when a female character dies, just give a male character something to do. But in this case, clearly the better option is for Ronnie... And Jason to be together as Firestorm, it's a more interesting thing for the series going forward. It allows Jason to learn how the Black Lanterns operate. And without saying too much, it's a good formula down the line because having these two team up as Firestorm, you get old and new in the same comic. It's quite interesting. So I... I and on one hand, you can say that it would have been better if they found a way to separate her without killing her. But then again, on the other hand, I think her character sucks so much and, I'm not, and she's so poorly written that it doesn't really, even listen. I'm not really bothered. Like, I don't find it sad. I find it ludicrous that she was there to start off with. I mean, the idea of having a boyfriend, a male and female in Firestorm, set up at the same time who are dating is interesting but the execution's really poor in that one um of parts i thought you can go drive stuff was interesting i love that little monologue they give about history of universe even though it's all bollocks even by dc standards it's horseshit but i thought it was interesting to listen to and um oh sorry hopefully you'll find interesting to listen to i found interesting to say but yeah for issue Kind of spinning its hooks a bit. Like, there's not much forward momentum this week. Um, it seems like we're heading somewhere, but there's no mention Black Hand, and it's just... It seems to be adding Jason Firestorm and giving our team a mission, separate missions, like the Ingo Tribe and Hal Jordan and Barry and Mira and Ray, setting up stuff happening later on. So, yeah, it's pretty good, but not... Except for the Ingo tribe, we haven't really jumped that far from the last issue. But I enjoyed it. Um, and looking forward, because I remember it gets really crazy very soon. Anyway, this was another episode of Friday Night Shadow Horror Comics Black Blackest Night. And I'll see you next week for episode four, an issue four. Until then, remember, life is beautiful. <laughs>